What it do, y'all? Welcome back to another week of Tech File. I'm going to just tell y'all up front, we ain't got that much to talk about this week. So get ready to, for us to hit it and quit it. But we hope y'all leave satisfied. <laughs> <laughs> Personal. <laughs> Hello. Satisfaction guaranteed. Hey, don't put that pressure on me. <laughs> All right. Let's get music. music and get into the show for the week. It's about to be one. Episode two, I'm sorry, 302. We've been doing that way. Episode 302 of Technical File, the sports podcast you never knew you needed. And it's your boy, T-I-M-K-I-N-Z, the number three, a.k.a. Ask Catchem, a.k.a. Mr. Give It To Me. Yeah, I'm done. I'm the Eric J. Only known as? The Eric J. And I'm Camille Porngard of the crew, the real life Tifa Lockhart, the girl next door, you know, holding it down for all the women who love sports. And it's your boy Kay Harris, the gentleman. The gentleman. The everyday gentleman. 24-7. Or better known as Kay Diddy. Take that, take that. All right, y'all. Some housekeeping before we get into the topics of the week. Eric, do we have a sport fact? Uh, Same one as last week, because we actually passed the anniversary, but, you know. Yeah. Had to move right. the hair back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Drake me. No, uh, yeah, <laughs> July yeah. 20th, 2021, the Bucks won the championship. So shout out to, to the squad. That's a fact. That's yeah. a fact. Only six men remain from that team, if I remember correctly. Yep. Big four plus Patton. Uh, no, seven. If we uh, count Thanasis? Yeah. The nasty. The nasty. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Now, I did not talk to the guys about this beforehand. Oh, Lord. Jesus. <laughs> she usually includes me on the shenanigans. So I normally do. I this feel is, like y'all do. This is just a pivot here. <laughs> on the shenanigans. <laughs> Ken, from this uh-huh. point going forward, sir. Yeah. You do such a good job at it. Tell the people to, like, listen to us and plug <laughs> the YouTube. Get the oh. people going. Go ahead. I'm passing Get it I'm giving that. Go I'm over. giving this duty to you from here on out. Okay, good. Um, hey man, we've been doing this for 302 episodes. Mm-hmm. Y'all been rocking with us this entire time. Mm-hmm. So just do your do your due diligence. Do, how you say that word? Due diligence. Due diligence. Due diligence. And just um share, man. Share us. Get our get us out there, man. Make sure that you subscribe. How, did any of y'all check the subscribers? Did we, we go got up? Like three new ones. And that's it. Come on, Fab. Three. <laughs> hey, always a positive, never a negative. Hey man, <laughs> three. I thought you should say like three hundred. Like that no. don't make no damn sense, bro. Hey, shame on all of y'all. Y'all listen every week. Y'all should be subscribing. Do it right now. You're looking at us right now uh, on YouTube. Just subscribe. It's simple, man. Hit the little bell notification. You know when we're coming on every week. Yeah. Like, come on, man. We do a good job of bringing out great content every week for you guys, and we know you enjoy. So, y'all part of the fam. Just share. It's simple as that, man. If y'all want to support us, that's one of the biggest ways you can. Is, uh, you know, helping us grow. We don't grow without y'all. For sure. 
Thanks. Matter of fact, I just shared it on our Twitter. I just shared it in our Facebook group. So if you got here by clicking on that, just do the same exact thing. Share exactly. it on your Twitter. Subscribe. Share yeah. it on your Facebook. That's and also fact. subscribe. Yeah, I see Sly in the comments. He, in we, he said we got three more than before, which is a fact. He on that Tim energy. I feel hey, it. Hey, All right. <laughs> Let it only be three more next week. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, six yards and two plays. What you talking about? Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see here. The game that needs a name. Y'all want to run through that this week? What, we got a topic? Uh, I was thinking Wisconsin cities. Oh boy. Okay. So if you're <laughs> unfamiliar with the game that needs a name, it is a rapid fire memory game where we choose a topic. Tim is proposing Wisconsin cities tonight. Okay. Um, and we continue to say as many as we can think of, no repeats are allowed. You only get about five seconds or so to answer it. Uh, last person standing wins. I'm going to feel real bad if I do <laughs> This is going to be real quick for me, I think. I'm going to see what we can do here. Like, it's funny that you propose that because like, uh, there's a website called cityquiz.io, mm-hmm. and you just like name off cities. Like You pick a map, and then you just name cities. So it can be like the world, the U.S., mm-hmm. Asia, Europe, blah, blah, blah. So I was like, playing around that, and I got to like 3,200 cities in the U.S., I think. I say some crazy-ass numbers. Well, no, because it's like you put if you do it for like every state, then like any state that has a city that name, so it's like uh, a million okay. Richmonds, a million. Oh, okay. Richmonds, so like it comes up that way. But so if you said Springfield, you get like 115 right there. Okay. <laughs> in 50 states, in 50 states, don't even ask me how. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so like I I played around with that. So I was just naming like playing random Wisconsin cities as I could think of them. But it's much harder when you have to track like. What y'all done said? And got practice. Okay. Mm-hmm. Like I said, I'm, I'm gonna feel real bad if I do poorly. All right, well, Tim, why don't you start us off since this was your suggestion? We can go. These things was in cahoots, bro. <laughs> 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 the top row this week is in cahoots. These things bro. Uh, we'll go in tech order. So Tim, Eric, myself, and then Ken, and we'll just keep going until uh, last person stands. So Wisconsin cities, Tim. All right, uh, Milwaukee. Kenosha. Racine. Madison. Wanakee. Green Bay. Warsaw. Ashwabana is my favorite. Sheboygan. Appleton. Conakee. Eau Claire. Uh, Fond du Lac. La Crosse. Plyville. Uh, <laughs> uh, Menominee Falls. Something in the Uper. <laughs> what? Hey. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you out? Yeah, I'm out. Germantown? Um, um, Butler? Superior? Um, Sherwood. Pewaukee? Um, Bayview? Whitefish Bay? Uh, Fox Point? <laughs> uh, Glendale? Um, Greenfield? Greendale? <laughs> Uh, Franklin, Monona, uh, St. Francis, Wisconsin Dales, uh, Cudahy, <laughs> Oak Creek, uh, fucking a Dubois Bond. Shit, yeah, I'm out. Dang, that, was <laughs> that was quite impressive, gentlemen. 
It was. Damn it. it was. I was gonna say Brookfield, but I thought somebody said it already. I don't think so. Damn it. Fam, what happened to me is I got jammed up because the Packers had just released a video with their rookies having to pronounce Wisconsin cities mm-hmm. and seeing the spelling of um McGuanago threw me off. So in my head, when I was getting ready to say the city, I saw the spelling of it and I said, Oh shoot, how do you say this? <laughs> it's not spelled the way I normally say it. So I, I up. but good stuff, good stuff, good stuff. Mm-hmm. I just like okay. saying Oconomo Walk, so I'm mad I didn't say it. But Oconomo Walk, <laughs> nice up there. Anybody say Oshkosh? No, nope. I don't think That's so. Oh my gosh, man! Now here they come. Here they, they, you know, <laughs> fam. What I should have done was started with UW schools and just mm-hmm. went around. But mm-hmm. we didn't even say Whitewater, fam. Because they did the same game it. with the Bucks, and somebody said Waukesha. Ah, <laughs> or Waukesha, something like that. Waukesha. Okay, let's get into. The rundown for the week. I'm gonna just randomly pick one of our songs here that we have in our arsenal. We do not have any douche beats yet in our bag, so we are still rocking with the copyright free uh, music. On. I'm gonna pick "Pay to Play." Pay to play. Let's get into it. All right. You said what? Some bars, bro. Are you going to spit out the spit to this one? Oh, go nah. ahead. <laughs> nah, nah, nah. <laughs> nah. So we can start the show with it. If you want, we got to end the show with it. Okay. Like I mentioned at the top, though, we only got a couple things to talk about for real. New ownership and some big bags that got thrown out. So starting with ownership. NFL owners have voted unanimous, unanimously to approve the sale of the Washington Commanders to a group led by Josh Harris. So finally, Dan Schneider is no longer the owner of the Washington football team. He purchased the Washington franchise back in 1999 for a cool $800 million. And 24 years later, he's selling that team for $6.05 billion. Apparently that's about a 700% return on his initial investment. But on the way out... Right, on the way out, the NFL did final $60 million uh, after the independent research was done around allegations of misconduct and financial, you know, uh, financial problems <laughs> with, the, with the franchise. Apparently, he was hiding money and moving stuff around. It didn't even move around. So he got fined $60 million out the door. But when you sell a team for $6 billion, They also got for sexual harassment, right? Yes, that's in there, too. So... Just want to make sure we run down the litany of scumbaggery. Do you have the scumbaggery list from Dan Schneider? No, those are the two I remembered all the time. I can find it, though. Uh, No, what's so sad is that there's more than just those two. Oh, yeah. That's the the crazy part. Uh, I was reading something earlier that actually had on ESPN that was talking about like just certain off-season things and numerous lawsuits had popped up. So with we can say that. Schneider. <laughs> yes, there's numerous still open. I just, I just feel like that sixty million was them trying to recoup some of the money he was hiding. Because the only reason why they got him out the paint because he was hiding some of the NFL money. Other than that, they didn't give a fuck what he was you doing. You know what? Money does rule everything. So, so they were like, oh, you was hiding some of that. All right, we're gonna hit no. you with this on the way out the door. You got six billion. We'll take 
one percent of that just because you know <laughs> you was holding some of our shit. So we're gonna we're gonna need a little bit of that back. But other than that, they weren't really trying to move him around at all until that came out, which is really wild. It is. For years, he's had different lawsuits and different claims and different accusations and different, <laughs> all kind of stuff. But then the one thing that the NFL was like, hey, we got to, you won't have to move around is when they was like, yeah, he was kind of holding back some of the, the revenue sharing from the NFL. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Hold hey, on. Like, now you crossed the line. <laughs> you do it. Now you have crossed the line. <laughs> That's the line that you can't cross. That's the line. That's the line. Don't rob us. Right. Exactly. <laughs> fuck, what you doing over there? But don't don't take my money. Abuse people, sexually harass people. Let your workplace be just a wild, wild west for all we care. But don't you touch our money. They and also fail to return security deposits for club or suite season ticket holders. Oh, hmm. oh boy, that's wild. What's What's crazy about Washington in particular is that, like, when he brought the team back in '99, like. They were a super, super popular franchise. And it's not to say that they weren't years into his reign as well. But over the last years in particular, you have seen that fan base be like, I'm, I'm, I'm done. Yeah. I'm, mm-hmm. I want out. <laughs> I mean, this man, <laughs> he let that stadium fall so far into disrepair that Jalen Hurts was trying to ha- high five with fans last, was last season when the railing just broke. <laughs> it's fell the fuck apart. <laughs> Fans just falling out the stands. Like, what literally are we doing? falling out the stands. <laughs> uh, that is hilarious. That's not funny, but it's funny at the time. <laughs> oh, the slumlord with an NFL franchise. I have a story to tell y'all off air. Do not let me forget. Oh, shit. Hey, just right. remind me falling, and I will remember the story. And Put do this in. with it. And I will. Ah, hey. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I see Dwayne in the comments real quick. He said NFL equals no financial losses. Yeah. Mm. That's a fact. Yeah, it is. Don't play with That's my money. We take no L's. Some, <laughs> some other quick facts about the Washington football team under Dan Schneider's ownership. Since he purchased the team in 1999, so again, 24 years of, of his ownership with this team, the team has a regular season record of 164 wins, 220 losses, and two ties. 164 <laughs> wins during that time frame ranks 27th amongst all of the 32 franchises. So Jesus. fifth worst wins <laughs> win rate in the NFL during his time there. They had a postseason record of 2-6 and six under Dan here. They also had 27 different quarterbacks and 10 coaches during this time period. 27. Jesus. Can you guess the quarterback played the most games for the Washington football franchise over the last 24 years? Sorry, what was the question? What quarterback has started the most games for the Washington football team over the last 24 years? Jason Campbell? Nope. Alex Smith? Nope. Mark something. Uh, Kirk Cousins. Wow. You like that? (laughs) <laughs> like that he, hey, like he's, that kind of like that was the end of his little reign in Washington right uh, also let's see here that's right Snyder's teams have reached the 10 win mark in only three of his 24 years wow the last time they had at least 10 wins was back in 2012 under Mike Shanahan and rookie quarterback Robert Griffin the mm, third yeah because before that they had missed the playoffs like four years in a row yeah Dwayne in the comments knew it was Cousins, too. And then Shell said Kurt Primetime Cousins. That's when he, that's 
prime time. That was towards the end of his reign over there in Washington. He was that's what got him the bag in Minnesota. He's been hitting the ass over there since. Once RG three got hurt, Kirk said, "Okay, let me see what I can do." So, yeah, that's Washington's under new leadership, and also in the NBA, the Charlotte Hornets are officially under new ownership as well. Michael Jordan's. 13-year run as majority owner of the franchise has come to a close. As a reminder, in case y'all forgot when we last discussed Jordan and the sale of the Hornets, Michael Jordan was the NBA's only black owner, so the NBA now doesn't have any black ownership. Uh, He paid $275 million for majority stake in the franchise back in 2010. Back in 2020, he sold, you know, a pretty good minority stake of the team already. And now with the sale of the team complete, the team's valued at about $3 billion. So I want to be clear because in our text, our group chats here in TechFile, the language that they use sometimes for this is deliberately <laughs> confusing. When y'all see the fact that the Hornets sold for a $3 billion valuation, that is not the amount of money that Jordan is getting back. He is only getting back the percentage of the team that he owns based upon that valuation. So we don't know exactly how much of the franchise he had sold previously back in 2020, but the man is still going to walk out probably with at least a billion, I would I would guess. And that's not that he already made some money off the team from selling part of the state 20 or two years, three years ago. So still like a crazy hot Jordan brand. Yeah. One of the, the coldest players of all time, arguably one of the worst owners in uh, <laughs> NBA history. <laughs> but I used to fuck with the Charlotte Bobcats though, bro. Like, Hey, don't do that. <laughs> don't do that. I can't help it. Oh, I have no good Bobcat memories, fam. Gerald was... Wallace was... I fucked with Gerald Wallace. But he's so trash. I, I hear you, but... Wasn't Sean May on them teams too, fam? Yeah, Sean mm-hmm. May was on there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was a terrible pick. Yeah, no. Mm. He, was, but, uh, he, was, he was supposed to be next, though. I know. That Carolina <laughs> team is one that stays in my head. Sly said, "Arguably, he might be <laughs> the worst." Yeah, no, that, but no, I, I was I was always a fan of the underdog. So, like the Charlotte Bobcats teams with the uh, Gerald Wallace, Michael Okafor, Sean May, <laughs> like yeah, I know, I know. But it was like, an expansion franchise at first, so they just had to you know was. pick up a couple players. Just randomly. man, that was twenty some years ago. That I hear you. <laughs> <laughs> I hear you. Okay. We we ran through some Snyder facts. We're going to do some Jordan facts as an owner as well. And then I'm going to ask y'all a question. Real quick, Shells in the comments said, the only Bobcat memory I have is when Bron stared down MJ on a breakaway dunk. Yeah, I don't even remember that. I don't, I don't remember that at all. I, I remember the jerseys of the Bobcats very distinctly in my head. That orange and blue and yeah. the cat. I remember Steven Jackson saying that Jordan would come to practice and still whoop their ass. And busting their ass. Don't <laughs> <laughs> take his shoes off. I remember that. <laughs> Uh, That's probably why they were so bad. Imagine your owner coming into the gym, fam. (laughs) Cooking up on the team. I remember. I remember him smacking uh, Malik Monk upside the head. Yeah, I do remember that. I remember. Yeah, he did smack. He needed some Jordan facts as as his ownership. Charlotte went four hundred and twenty-three and six hundred under Jordan. (laughs) That is the twenty-sixth best record over that span. Out of thirty teams. Out of thirty teams. The Hornets have not won a playoff series during that time. Mm. Made to the playoffs twice, and they lost in the first round both times. They have missed the postseason for the last seven straight seasons. Jesus. I say that to ask you gentlemen this. 
<laughs> Who had the worst owner tenure? Michael Jordan with the Charlotte Hornets or Dan Schneider with the Washington football team? Danny boy, easily. I would say Danny because he's a scumbag. Yeah. <laughs> like, Absolute dirt and debauchery like, going on in that motherfucker. On-field production aside, like, Jordan doesn't have a fraction of the infractions that Dan Snyder has either been proven to have done or has been accused of. So mm-hmm. on that alone, I say Snyder. But, like, it really speaks to the incompetence of Michael Jordan, though, that is even a conversation because – <laughs> Good lord! Yeah. If y'all were to separate on like the just the, with the the product of the team on, on field the field on field. the court, would y'all still say it's Dan and Schneider? I feel like Washington at least brought in like there were times where you could at least see the vision where it's like okay, we're gonna bring in Joe Gibbs. He was you know Hall of Fame coach for us. Mm-hmm. Give him control. Steve Spurrier was like a great college coach. Maybe he can do it at the NFL level. Uh, Mike Shanahan won titles. We got RG3. We got this young. They fucked him over, though. Like, you can at least say, like, they brought in the talent and, like, he gave that team hope. Mm -hmm. What you mean? Jordan brought in Kimba Walker. (laughs) (laughs) And periods throughout his ownership tenure. But, like, Michael Jordan, you know. He got LaMelo. He do got Melo. He going to get some points in my book. Yeah, Gordon Hayward. All right, the Gordon Hayward, though. That was he after. That man, that, that man only can because they threw a bag at him. But Gordon can ball. That don't count. Um, <laughs> it like, listen, they had Kirk what, Cousins. Wait, sorry. Re- remind me. What year did Jordan take over? Uh, 2010. Yeah. Okay. So, since then, their coaches have been Larry Brown, who he fired. Hall of Fame coach. He he inherited Larry Brown. He's still a Hall fired of Fame coach. Him. He ain't responsible for that. Paul Silas, <laughs> Mike Dunlap, Steve Clifford, James Borrego, and then back to Steve Clifford. Like, and then he hired Mitch Kupchak after his terrible tenure with the Lakers. Like, there's no like he hired his friends to run the team at various points. There was just nothing there. Like he wasted Kemba's prime, ran his knees into the ground. Yeah. And that was the one star they had until they drafted Lamella. And then on his way out, Brandon Miller. Brandon Miller over school, which maybe that works out, but early returns and even pre-returns is like, what are you doing, fam? So, uh, I mean, on listen, court, I would say Jordan might have him as a worst product. Yeah, yeah, I would I would agree with on court alone. I think the Charlotte <laughs> product was worse, but the overall. Mm-hmm. On yeah, court, off court stuff like Washington, you can't beat how bad things got in Washington under Dan Schneider in the NFL. Like Schneider at least took swings, like traded for Clinton Portis, like mm-hmm. brought Clinton in Portis. Donovan McNabb, Mark yeah, Burnell. Like Taylor. they brought in guys that they thought could make. Oh, maybe this is the like there were points in the last twenty years where Washington fans thought, "Hey, we might go to the Super Bowl." Like there was never a time yeah. that Charlotte was like, "Hey, we might got a shot at." I mean, I pulled up their draft history from it's 2010 bad. forward. It's bad. It's not gr- I mean, Kimball Walker was the first draft in 2011. So, like, mm-hmm. cool. They also had Tobias Harris for trading him to Milwaukee, as we know. Mm-hmm. Next year, they have Michael Kidd Gilchrist and Jeffrey Taylor. 
Then in 2013, they had Cody Zeller. Then in 2014. I mean, Zeller's just bowling in college. Let, let, let's make it clear. MKG was the second overall pick. Cody Zeller was the fourth overall pick. Like, these are blue trip spots that they got pretty much nothing out of. Keep going, sorry. 2014, they drafted Noah Vonley at nine. I forgot about him. And Noah was balling in college. Like, it, it wasn't like the cast that they drafted wasn't. Everybody well, MKG, drafted no. in the NBA was generally balling in college. Though. I mean, but the, like the Zeller That's brothers, drafted, they, they, was, they was the great white hopes, like kind of like the hands bros in college. Like the Zellers was college royalty at one point. <clears throat> well, in 2015, he drafted, drafted uh, Frank Kaminsky at nine. Frank the Tank, come on now. <laughs> and they turned down like some ungodly amount of picks from Boston because they were trying to get Justice Winslow, which would have been a bad move for Boston, but. Ooh, then you got Malik Monk in 2017. They did draft Shea Gilders Alexander in 18, but they traded him immediately. Wow, so. Bridges. Yep. Talk, talk uh, about scumbags. <laughs> mm-hmm. oh. Then we got some more recent drafts, so we can't really tell yet. But you know, you got your PJ Washington, your Cody Martin, your Jaden, Jalen McDaniels, Lamelo Ball, James Bonite, Bonite, Scotty Lewis. We can write that one off. <laughs> so yeah jordan it wasn't great wasn't great wasn't great okay let's talk about some players who've gotten the bag since we last got together here keeping it in the nba realm real quick jalen brown and the boston celtics have agreed on a five-year super max extension worth up to 304 million dollars it is now the richest contract in nba history this man jalen brown didn't reset the market he damn near going over sixty million a year, dude. They they pay that man over a quarter, a quarter of a billion dollars, and he got a worse handle than me. My God, <laughs> man, good lord! But I mean, like you got to pay him. Like that's the cost of doing business. Yeah. Like I don't. What else would I, they? I might have explored trading them, but like I get it. Like if you committed to it, like. Mm. Well, they're committed to, to Tatum and Brown. Yeah. That's 304. 304. This, this new money, if you get a bag, you get a bag. bag oh, that's bag. Just crazy. They said he's going to make more in his last year, as, this is like $69 million, than the starting five of that uh, championship Celtics team. Yeah, but I mean, like that—that'll be what twenty years in between. Yeah, but it was like sixty. It was like sixty-two million compared to like sixty-nine. Sixty-nine million is a lot of fucking money. <laughs> That's a lot. Of damn I don't money. remember if I said this on the show, but like we do have to factor in that. And I'm not disputing you. I'm just saying, like in general, just as a note, like they're gonna get see a lot of money coming in over the next few years. Like their TV mm-hmm. deal is about to be up, and that's expected to jump the cap like 10% every year for the next, like basically through the duration of this CBA. So, you know, 60 million, looking at it in today's, I was like, damn, that's like half the cap. And by a couple years from now, it'd be like a third or a quarter or something like that. So it'll be like realistic. It's just like, everybody's about to get paid. 70 million is eh. (laughs) (laughs) Did they share like the year by year breakdown of the contract yet? I had seen uh, it earlier. I, think I saw it from somebody. I can find it. Okay, because I'm just curious to know like what the projected annual amount will be for the last year oh, of that contract. Since generally, uh, so 24, 25, he's at 52, three. The next year, 56, five. The year after that, 60.7. 
64-9 and 69-1. Damn. I wonder who's going to be the NBA's first $70 million player because it's coming. Uh, probably Giannis. Besides that they Super said Shea. <laughs> you said what, E? I said Word probably Shea. Shea going to be the first. The you saying player. Shea. Well, I mean, I'm saying like Giannis is eligible for a uh, Supermax extension. like, And because his starting number is going to be higher than what Jalen Brown's at, like I would imagine that his number in those last couple of years would probably dwarf his. Um, yeah. And I don't think Shea's extension eligible for a while. They're they saying Shea might be the first $400 million player. Well, we'll see what y'all get. This is like some other people are up for max extensions before they yeah. come out. Woo. All right. Well, mm. congrats so on getting the bag. <laughs> Four. Woo. Goodness gracious, these contracts. Remember when uh, A-Rod got like 10 years, two, 250 or whatever it was, and people were like, oh, my God. It's like, <laughs> if Bobby didn't offer, you know, 700, 700 million for one mm-hmm. year, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. It was like 770, it was 770 plus or some shit like that. But, yeah, they was, they was offering them almost a billion that's dollars. Bro. Like that, that's funny money, but. Shit, Ronaldo got that. Yeah, bro, these. These Middle Eastern cats is they they trying to hey look take some of this oil money real quick we we got it, <laughs> they got just, it. laying around what, what, what you say you need okay we got it there you go Giannis was like hey I kind of look like Mbappe what's up <laughs> let me get that uh I see Shells in the comments said what is Tatum going to get Tatum signed his contract yeah. a couple of years ago yeah I he's up he, next year is it next year already I mean like extension? he's eligible next year for an extension. Okay, and he's a free agent if no nothing is done. It's looks uh, like I think he'll have like going into next summer he'll have one like full year and then a player option on the last. Yep. So to verify, yep, Eric's right. He has a player option in the 2025-26 season, so he can be a free agent as soon as that. But Tatum's getting 32.6 mil this year, 34.8 next year. So probably damn near doubled him up. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, it's when you sign your contract. It, it's very important. It's very important when you sign that contract. But he gonna get paid the next time, next go around. Also, oh, this is Devin Brown is a VP on the Players Association, so mm-hmm. he gotta look out for himself. <laughs> <laughs> he know what he was doing. Of course, of course. Moving to football, Chargers and Justin Herbert reached an agreement today on a landmark five-year, two hundred sixty-two point five million dollar extension that ties him with the franchise through the 2029 season. Again, he reset the market. So he's the third quarterback this offseason to sign a market resetting contract. So first, Jalen Hurts had his five-year $255 million deal. Then here comes Lamar Jackson with his five-year $260 million. And now we got Justin Herbert with his five-year $262.5 million deal. And I'm assuming that Joe Burrow is going to reset again because he's the only quarterback left to get paid. You know he is. Smoking on that Burrow. <laughs> <laughs> that Burrow. He definitely for to get that bag. He deserves it. It's like, that's Desmond Bain money. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. To hear that Jalen Brown just got $304 million, worth up to and it's like, oh, the richest contract in NFL history is two hundred sixty. million. Like, we talking about what four forty million dollars in difference here, about. And his is fully guaranteed. Like, 
<laughs> Justin Herbert's is not. Herbert's going to receive a deal worth $52.5 million per year with 218, 218.7 of that guaranteed. That guaranteed total is the second highest in the NFL behind Deshaun Watson. Sure. Speaking of scumbag, this is a scumbag episode. It is a scum, it's scum, scumbag. And it's yeah, they they throwing money around, but Joe actually he, Joe gonna come in like hey, I need that Jalen Brown money. He deserve it. You gotta get to him. They, they, they ain't gonna get that man. Yeah, bro, Mark, Mark in the he, comments saying bro gonna get thirty or three hundred. He ain't gonna get three. They probably gonna give him two sixty five. <laughs> <laughs> like, he ain't even make a Super Bowl, bro. I did. I saw earlier today, like before the Herbert money came in, they were saying like. They were basically trying to wait each other out because they were going. The other one was going to use the first one to sign as leverage to get a little bit more from their team. Well, to set the market for their team and start the negotiations there. So I would imagine Burrow comes in like slightly ahead of where Herbert's at, but I don't imagine significantly more. I don't think that. But if we try to talk about production, like it's not the same. How high you think it's going to be? If it ain't three, I give him two eighty. 270 at the highest, I think. Cam, what you think? Yeah, what, I said Joe Burrow come in at. Yeah, I'm saying 270, 275. I'm gonna split the difference, eh? Yeah, yeah. Take the prices right, nigga. Just like a politician. Two seventy point one. I'm going to bid one dollar. Okay. It's um, <laughs> gonna be crazy because they got a new left tackle now, so it's like. He got. He actually has a blindside protector. Joe might and Joe. If he gives Joe just a second more, that's a problem. <laughs> it's gonna be a problem. <laughs> hey, shout out to Sly in the comments. I just saw he re- <laughs> he retweeted the show for everybody to join with us live. This man said, "You rock with sports. Tired of broke men talking about relationships? Well, do I have a podcast for you?" <laughs> Appreciate that, fam. Appreciate. Appreciate. You know that's funny because I actually told. Uh, Somebody that I know, they listen to these uh, single people telling you how to finesse folks. I was like, bro, stop listening to these single motherfuckers who don't know what the fuck they're talking about <laughs> on these YouTubes. <laughs> Try to tell you how to get yours. And then you turn around, you all you want to do is finesse motherfuckers. I'm like, you will stay single and alone if you keep trying to finesse niggas your whole life. <laughs> niggas too grown to try to finesse Come on, I think she also wants to RT that right now. <laughs> Appreciate it, boss. All right, man, that's that's some 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 knowledge there from you, though, Tim. I hope people listen to that. If it I, I hope I hope that person did too. They they look like the light bulb clicked a little bit, then turn around and said some crazy shit. <laughs> Just a little bit. Some more bags. The Cowboys rising star cornerback Trevon Diggs. He agreed to terms on a five-year contract extension worth $97 million. And now he becomes one of the highest paid cornerbacks in the NFL. Uh, he gets a max value of $104 million with different incentives. So congrats to Diggs getting the bag as congrats. well. Which again, when you go from NBA, like it's like MLB money, it's like NBA money, it's like NFL money. Mm-hmm. It's, it's you know, money different too when you catch a bag over there. Good lord! I mean, we just talk about and about like <sighs> some cats is making two hundred thousand a week, bro. Wait, so where is, <laughs> so Mbappe is still with PSG currently, but they've been yeah. talking about him moving around for I the last season or two because he was supposed to, they was talking about him coming over to Man City for a minute too, and I was like, ooh boy, 
where does it look like he wants to go? Because I, I, I'm assuming like if we're getting the Saudi money number without him signing there, it probably means he don't want to go there. So what? He um, I mean, last time I heard he was talking about Barcelona, of course, Real Madrid, of course. I Man thought Barcelona City. was in some some money troubles. Don't show. don't matter. They always in the in the hunt. Uh, and I think Chelsea popped up for a second too, but. The big clubs, of course. Like the um the way someone explained the Mbappe contract to me, Ross saw it on Instagram or some social media, and I was like, "This is a great way to explain it." Him being offered that amount of money from that particular team was one point or seven hundred sixty-five million dollars, but it's a transfer fee, so they'd pay like one point one billion dollars. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. that's the equivalent of LeBron James before he went to the Miami Heat deciding to forego playing for the Heat and going to play in Shanghai for the Sharks instead of going to the Miami Heat. That's what it would be like for Mbappe to accept this money from this club, although it's a crazy amount. Like, that's what it would mean. So, like, like I'm not sure how likely that is. It's a bag for sure. But that's yeah, the If it's for one year, like, you one year, dip out, collect your bag, come back to European soccer and go wherever the fuck you want to go. Tax-free. I, don't, I know he's not gonna do it, but I'm just saying, like, I'd at least think about it. I'd take a meeting, like, with my agent, like, hey. That, and again, that's why a lot of cats in the military they re-upped overseas, <laughs> tax free. My God, mm. let me let me get that reenlistment bonus over here. Well, it's tax free in the country that you in, but it might not be tax free for the country that you are resident of. Yeah, well, that's how people be getting in trouble. Like, yeah. the military ain't paying them. People, military, yeah, this in here, guys. No, they're like, hey, we gotta get to 30, 30 plus thousand. IRS collect. No matter where you get that money from, <laughs> <laughs> like, they need they cut. They gonna come for it. Real quickly, back to the NFL. I see Mark in the comments in regards to the Diggs deal. He says a lot of money for a dude that gets cooked. <laughs> Listen, good uh, cooked ish. No, no. Yeah, cut, cut dish. It's because, cut dish he, because he's an aggressive cornerback who's going for interceptions. Correct. So he is going to get burnt more often than not because he's going for the pick. He gives up a lot of wide open catches, <laughs> but he had like 14 picks. So it's like he, 14 is still a lot. But And his quarterback rating wasn't that much different than Darius Slay's. It was like 85 or 86, which is pretty respectable, honestly, compared to like 78. But pass breakups and interceptions, he's a little bit better. But wide open catches, oh, that motherfucker was like, it was like damn near doubled up. <laughs> I'm going to ask him about this. This is interesting because 2020, he had three interceptions. Mm-hmm. Last year in 2022, he had three interceptions. But in 2021, the man had 11. Mm-hmm. Just an inter like he has this yeah. like it's. I mean, I've been saying like I I I'm not the football guy on here by any stretch of the imagination, but like when I watch the Cowboys, it's like if he's not getting an interception, he's getting cooked. <laughs> so, it's like I would rather have somebody that doesn't give up many yards and doesn't get any interceptions as opposed to somebody that might you know like it's feast or famine where it's like yeah, oh you yeah. might get a pick but you also might give up a eighty yard touchdown. It's like. Yeah, yeah he'll give you a hundred yard game. You'll get a hundred yards. <laughs> he ain't locking you up like that. You gonna you'll give up a thousand yards in the season fucking with him. <laughs> but he got his bag, so congrats. congrats and his son was the star of the hard knocks. So they were yeah. all dude was hilarious. Yeah, he is. His son is hilarious. Uh Saquon Barkley. We all know all the Hubble up. I made up a word for it because it's been a lot Humble of that. Hubble up. <laughs> around running backs in the NFL. 
And Saquon Barkley, he got a new one-year deal with the Giants. It's worth $10.1 million, fully guaranteed, including a $2 million upfront signing bonus. That deal also includes $1 million of incentives with an equal amount paid for 1,300 rushing yards, 11 touchdowns, 65 receptions. With him having this one-year contract, he is now going to be at training camp. He's not going to hold out. And now this just leaves uh, Raiders running back Josh Jacobs as the only franchise tag player that's currently not in training camp. There are other players who are holding out around the league, but running backs have been the topic of discussion, as I've mentioned, for the last week or two now. Hmm. Um, So Saquon got a little bag there. I did see that his deal does not include like a no franchise tag clause or whatever. So he can be franchised again next year, too. That's (sighs) it. That's crazy. Yeah. And I, I was looking at some of his incentives. It was like an extra 900, 9,000 or some shit like that. Like an extra 900,000 plus. Uh, he had to get, I think, 11 touchdowns. I just said it, fam. Oh, did you? Oh, <laughs> I bad, literally bro. just said it. My bad, bro. <laughs> my bad, bro. $1 million of incentives with an equal <laughs> amount spread between 1,300 rushing yards, 11 touchdowns, and 65 receptions. Don't forget the playoffs. You gotta, they got to make the playoffs, too, with the 1,300 yards. I feel that. See, I was, I was I was looking while you was my bad. <laughs> We're on the same page now. But yeah, Saquon got prayed. Um, <laughs> Dwayne in the comments laughing. Mark's in the comments giving us some Green Bay Packer news. And next week's episode of Tech File, we're going to be doing like an NFC North preview, talking about Packers and Bears. Of course. Of course. Also going to talk about Vikings and the Lions a little bit as well. Nah. (laughs) I also should have an announcement next week around the Packers to to make official on this show as well. So we call it tease, ladies and gentlemen. (laughs) If you subscribe to a different um, Packers podcasting network you might already know what the news is because it was announced today but it'll be officially announced on this show next week once i have some more details the hashtag is big time (laughs) (laughs) famous okay it was a broncos player i cannot pronounce this young man's name oh let me let me try hold on i got you he was suspended indefinitely, though, for violating the NFL's gambling policy. He's out at least for this season. Yeah. I'm going to try to uh, let's see. <laughs> Looking at it first. I'm going to say Ayoma Uzurike. Uzurki. Hold on. Let me go ahead and put that in Google. Enunciate this for me, Google. Yeah, let's hear it because we ain't trying to be disrespectful to no name. We know, you know, we're trying to get it right. We. You know, you out here cheating and shit. Uh, he just gambling, man. We don't know what he's gambling. He know damn well he wasn't supposed to. He wasn't but... supposed to, though. That is true. That man was on FanDuel like y'all be. No, <laughs> <laughs> damn well he ain't supposed to be. He did FanDuel in his car in the parking lot. Right, on team facilities. You can't be on it's, team facilities, boss. It's pronounced Ioma Owazawaki. Zarike. Oh, Ioma Owazarike. Yeah, shit. That's some... That's a goddamn name, boy. I'm just calling him UE. You got some names on these, boy. You, which would Yoma. Maybe clip. Always yeah. gonna be classic. <laughs> Mark, EO man, UYZ Ray K. That's how Google said. That's how Google hey, said yeah. too? Yeah, Ioma hey, Owazari. Mark Rilma for putting the phonetic pronunciation. Oh, I see. You're going to be needing you, Mark. You're coming through. 
We good when you ain't yelling at a nigga, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I was tired of shit. Like, God, I ain't gonna never forget that, bro. Just yell that brother for no reason. I was just looking out for you, trying to find out, make sure you was all right. And sure you wanted to show up on the news faking your uh, kidnapping and shit. And, uh, and you getting fucking at, yelling at me and shit. Not like, you God, calling that. Charlie Russell. <laughs> all right. Last thing we have our news docket here for the week. Some good news. Bronny James is stable and out of the ICU after he suffered a cardiac arrest emergency while practicing at USC on Monday. I cannot imagine how terrifying it is for anyone involved. Bronny, teammates, coaching staff, medical staff, parents, family, for anybody involved to, to see a player pass out on the court. So I'm super thankful to hear that he is recovering out of ICU. Wishing the best for that young man because... Ooh. And you know, like obviously the internet is accessible, so like they're bullshit out there. The only thing that should be said is what Camille just said, essentially. But like to put a positive spin on things, like Keontae Johnson from K State was the second round pick this year. When he was at Florida in 2019, 2020, somewhere around there, he also had pretty much the same thing. And he's back playing basketball. He has pretty much a clean bill of health going forward. Um Jeff Green had open heart surgery as an NBA player. He just won a title, got a bag from Houston. Like he's he's still thriving. So like these things happen. Um, and thanks to modern medicine, like he can live a long, fruitful life and continue to play sports if that's what he wants to do. So you know, it's, it's not a it's not a death sentence. It's not the end of his career if he doesn't want it to be necessarily. So like we, I think it, you know, again, like just hoping for the best for him for everybody involved. Um, yeah, like I still hope to see him at USC pseudo right. at some point right. if he wants to. Like, if he want to just go and be a video gamer, like make your bag, yeah. <laughs> right? Like, they got, they got uh courses over there and shit like that for e gaming. Hey man, you can use that basketball uh scholarship and and go ahead and get you a degree and start your whole other career, make that NIL money. Do it, do Bronny has so many different avenues to, to be successful, yeah, absolutely. Um, I see Mark in the comments real quick says sudden cardiac arrest is the number one cause of death in young athletes. Yeah. And that's why they've started mandating like defib- defibrillators um, and gyms like across the nation, which is a, a great thing. Like we need yep. to make sure people know how to use them, but like having them on premises like can save so many lives. Um, it should be. Him, I was going to say about him, like he had the same thing happen. I think he's back in camp. He's gonna keep... Have any of y'all, are any of y'all trained in CPR? I was. Yeah, I was. Yeah. Mine's expired. Yeah. When they have- showed you how to use the defibrillators, mm-hmm. I was like, "Thank God they got instructions written out on them the way that they do." Because, like, again, you you know, it's a little fuzzy. You might not remember if you're the only first responder. It's like, oh shoot! <laughs> Especially because you're in a high stress environment, you like, oh my god, I gotta yep. save this person's life. Yeah. You gotta calm yourself in order to save exactly. somebody else. Yeah. 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 That yeah. machine be like clear. You better back up. <laughs> Back it on up. It was uh, a yeah. mandatory for the military, so we had to always really? renew it every year. I worked at a daycare in college, and we we had to be. I did it through my job. They wanted to have first responders on every floor in our building. Okay. It's expired now, though, so uh, no, they still have to call the nine one one. We'll drop out on me because I'm not. I'm fresh out here for you. I can't fresh. Call can if you're in trouble. I say all that. All right. Uh, yeah. Shout out to US 
see medical staff and everybody who was part of Brian's care team. Shout out to medical professionals in general. A difficult job. Appreciate y'all for saving mm-hmm. lives. Um, y'all got anything else you want to talk about before we get out of here? Shout out to Messi and his debut. In Miami. In Miami. One on a free kick. Walk-off free kick in the 94th minute. That's just... So yeah, I, was, can- I wanted to tweet that, but I couldn't necessarily put it in words via Twitter, so I'll say it here. Things like that is what builds legendary careers. Things like that is what continues to add to the lore of a legend or iconic type of player. When they have always had this type of... He had a crazy career in Europe. So your number one game in the MLS, debut game, all eyes on you and shit like that. You win the game with a walk-off free kick in the 94th minute is some legendary shit. No matter if it's the MLS, no matter if it's in Europe, no matter if it's motherfucking Shanghai. (laughs) It don't matter where the hell it's at. Like, having something like that is always going to, it's just going to add to the lore of the legend. Clutch performance will do it. That was crazy. It was a beautiful, it was fucking beautiful. It was a beautiful free kick too. I was like, bro, this shit crazy. See, that that clutch thing, that might have to be a conversation for another week, but like, that's in part why I feel like Kobe fans went so hard for Kobe. Mm-hmm. Like, the man missed a lot of shots. Boy. He was a volume <laughs> shooter. Yeah, it wasn't, yeah. Hard shot taker. You got to miss something to make some. But that man would come through at some times where you'd be like, how Kobe? How? And then it's like it just adds to the legend. Same with Jordan. It's a lot of them worth like the, the clutch factor of it just continues to add to their legacy. So shout out to, mm. to Messi. Um, before we get out of here, I got a quick blow the whistle. It's time is sports related. Um, Elon Musk. Why are we turning Twitter to an X? X.com is what Twitter.com is turning into. He changed he changed the logo as an X now. It ain't no more bird. Really? So update your app. It's gonna be an X. This man is just. It's I like. I want to update it. Why would you buy a brand that's recognizable, like like Twitter is, and then just be like, I'm gonna just t- t- turn it all black and put X's in here and call tweets Zeets. What? When is he doing this? Now, fam. If you go, if you on your browser, go to Twitter.com and you gonna see the X logo. It's slowly happening. You got the Twitter logo off the building. You got an X on the building. This man needs to be stopped. <laughs> I will say, shout out to Elon Musk for proving that just because you got a lot of money don't mean that you are a smart person. Because that man is dumb as fuck. Yeah. He just got resources. He sure do. It's an X that's popping up on my damn screen. <laughs> what the hell is this? This man said, this sure is an X. Ain't no T-Tell way, said, boy. what a doofus. <laughs> and then a TJ boy said, Twix. <laughs> it's Twix, bro. It's just stupid. And then, like, X.com, like... So now, Twitter videos gonna be X videos? Ah! Ha! Hey, Hey, shit, they got all the filth on there anyway. I was gonna say, it's already filthy. I just wanna get off my chest. Hey, it's just gonna be more filthy... It's just gonna be filthy with more nigga in it. That's... That's... That's some easy I said this before the show, but I I really wish we had had released them Pound Town shirts when, when we thought of it. Pound town. They they all everybody be listening, fam. Like they do. Yeah, but they, now they got a whole song famous by somebody and they go claim that they was the ones to start the shit and all of that shit. So I heard it first. I think it was a joke from, from Ken, if I'm not mistaken. Most probably. 
Yeah, most likely. Let's take it to Pound Town. Pound Town. I always go back to that eating song, and now it's stuck in my head again. We gotta get out of here. Wait, two Milwaukee related things before we do get out of here. One, um, shout out to the Brewer. They still whooping ass. That new kid that just came up from AAA, uh, Sal Freely. Oh, yeah, he he, he was cooking. I think he was their first round pick in what, 21? Yeah, he was the number 15 overall. Uh, He was the number two prospect in our farm system, right behind Jackson. Jackson Cheerio. I can't wait till he come up. Oh God, y'all think the motherfucking Sal clowning? Wait till y'all see Jackson. Wait till y'all see Jackson. I'll withhold judgment till after the trade deadline, which has to be coming up, ain't it? Next week, next week, end of July. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would hold judgment from there, but like I remember how doom and gloom we were over the off season because they were nickel and diamond and they got a first place team. So, boy, we need some bats. Shouldn't it also be said that the NL Central is kind of weak this year? It is, but I mean they have a decent. Oh, no, I mean, it's, it's still if you're number one, it don't I don't care. Yeah. Like be number one, but nine games above five hundred. So I mean, like yeah, they're beating up on <laughs> you know some trash teams in their division, but the only one game behind the Dodgers. So hey, you know how the Brewers do. We'll see. We'll see how the ball's looking uh, next month. That's when it gets real yeah. for the Brewers. <laughs> Every single year, we'll see what August into September is looking like. I'm curious if they'll call Jackson up in September. Why do you think they might do that? You had September call-ups, so you expand the roster and you're no, able to I mean, like, up. what makes you think that Jackson might get called? Like, is there anything? He's, 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 been, he's just been consistently cooking since we've got him. So Sal coming up, us boosting the number two for our outfielders. Our outfield has been kind of – that's why we got, brought up Joey Weimer earlier in the year. That's why we brought up Sal now and got rid of the other cat. Right. Like, thankfully, Christian Yellich slowly looking like his former self. Otherwise, we probably would have brought somebody else up on him. No, Christian Yellich has – in July, he started looking like – old Christian Yelich. He started hitting home runs. He started coming up clutch. He started, like, his batting average then jumped again. So, like, Christian Yelich is starting to really, he's part of the reason why we had, I think we won, like, well, I think we only lost, like, 11 games in July. I think it was, like, 22 or 23 in 11 in July. And a lot of it had to do with Christian Yelich starting to become hot again and being consistent again. So, we got to give him... Yeah, give 33 him. games in July. <laughs> No, we didn't have no 33 games in July, but <laughs> somewhere around there, bro. Somewhere around there. But it was, they they got hot. Uh, honestly, a lot of it was, our pitching started coming back and Christian Yelich started coming up clutch a lot and contributions here and there, but. Yeah, they've had hella uh, shutouts, I've seen. Yeah. Let's see. Like we rolled through the Reds. We shut them out yeah, three games in a row. <laughs> I think someone in the comments put that. Uh, Mark, they're nine and two versus the Reds. That'll, that'll help. Yep. That'll help. Um, Brewers were 14 and 13 in June. So far in July, they are 13 and 6. Oh, okay. So that put them at 27 and 19. I can't remember that quick. I forgot what I said already. (laughs) (laughs) So shout out to the home team. I just want to, because like we don't talk about them very often because there's nothing to really talk about, but they're on the tear right now. So uh, I just want to bring that up. The other Milwaukee related thing is. Uh, the Jordan Poole, Draymond Green beef has extended to Jordan Poole daddy. <laughs> Boy. Yes. Uh, I think that pass going to get revoked in the city. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> watch, what you, watch what you say and what you do, uh, Draymond. That's all you got to say. Matt, we had a, in a, we were in a 2K group chat with our friends we play 2K with the most regularly and we had a mini debate about Jordan Poole and Draymond and all that stuff. Tim wasn't I think Tim was at the Uso Penitentiary during this time. 
but it, it yeah there's differing opinions on on that situation still but draymond ain't got too much love here in milwaukee mm-hmm. no zero I, I do wonder so like I, i've started listening more to George, uh jesse's podcast because dude just funny um but he was saying like even when Draymond was first coming, like when he was a rookie and not getting much playing time, like he was talking shit then. Like it was basically the same Draymond then that it is now. So I wonder if it is like he sees too much of himself in pool. Good. And that was where like they friction wound up coming from. Cause like they were close and then pool price saw elevation in his stature and it's like, I can talk now too. Uh, so I think it was Dame that said pool got him out of pocket cause he was talking shit like as a young dude that hadn't done anything. So. If you got that Milwaukee yeah. in them, you know, so, so, yeah. man, yeah, yeah uh, videos like if GTA had Milwaukee pedestrians <laughs> walking past, that was definitely part of it. Someone's like, You ugly, as hell. <laughs> <laughs> just it was like ribs as they just walked yeah, like, oh, <laughs> uh, go ahead. Uh, Women's World Cup is going on right now. United States women, they only played one game. They won 3-0 against Vietnam. There's different opinions on how they played. Some say they they played well despite not playing well. That means that they just going to you know, dominate when they do play well. And others just like, no, we look like shit. They got lucky because it was Vietnam. Don't be that way. <laughs> but they do play. You'll be hearing this 726 if you listen to the audio version. So they play tonight at 8 o'clock if you want to catch the Women's World Cup. Dennis Robin's daughter is on the team. Ah. I'm Robin. Uh, just to end the show here because now we are getting to the age we in our mid-30s we're at the age now where we're seeing juniors and children of people that we watch play professional sports play professional sports and I remember talking to one of my uncles I can't remember which one I was talking to him and I was I think my uncle Michael and I was like yo I'm getting old because like these dudes on commentary like I watched these dudes on commentary play and he was like wait till you start seeing juniors and the children like that's when you really gonna start to feel it and now i'm there and i feel some way about it <laughs> like this is wild like the fact that Kenyon martin and kj martin on a podcast together i was like <laughs> <laughs> what is life but yeah that's the show this week y'all we hope y'all enjoyed it as said earlier next week we're gonna be doing an nfc north preview also, SummerSlam is next week, Saturday. So we'll be talking about the SummerSlam slate and storylines leading up to that. Maybe we just do an all, you know, NFC North SummerSlam episode next week with a little other news little thrown in there as it comes up. Yeah, because I think after that, uh, two couple days after that should be the first preseason game, August 2nd. Yep. After So next week will be our last episode recorded without any football games being... baby! <laughs> <laughs> Which also means we need to talk about if we doing FanDuel or the pick and pool. I need and to find a new fantasy league. Mine might not be active this season. I low-key was thinking about getting back into it this year. If you want help, I can do it. I can help you out with it if you want to do it or some shit. I'm not about to manage no league no more. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm not. I'm past. That, it takes that much work. because huh? our, yeah, our, our commissioner was like, hey, I can't do it this year. Does anybody else want to take up the mantle? I was like, I might want to. It takes a lot of work to be a good fantasy commissioner of a league. I'm not I need, into it. I need to. I need to. I need to. Gotta have the passion for it in time. Yep. All right. We don't get out of here, y'all. Uh, hope y'all enjoyed the show. Any words on my heart? Listen. Um, 
there's a mark in my watch like a sad face. I'm gonna send y'all a picture of this, but I just ah. noticed it. Um, <laughs> Dwayne got all extras. I don't got too much, y'all. I am uh, just doing what I can to show up and be present. So that's all I got. I am showing up. I got something for you then. Go ahead, sir. Every day, and it's something that's been kind of on my heart because my day with yesterday was shitty. Every day somebody's having a shitty day. You never know what kind of day somebody's having. So at least try to show some empathy to one another because you never know what somebody's going through at that moment. Just because you're not don't mean somebody isn't. Mm-hmm. And the flip side to that is everybody's had a bad day. And you know what that's like. And you know how the smallest thing can set you off on a bad day. And as Tabitha Brown always say, you go on and have yourself a good day. And if you can't, don't you go ruining nobody else's. If you ain't going to help me, don't hurt me. That's a, fact. that's a fact. Yeah, Everybody out here, if you can hear my voice in this moment, I'm sending you love. Be safe. Take care of yourself. Drink your water. Wash your hands. Wash your hands. Wash your ass, too. Yeah. We're going to get out of here. Because every time I'm in the shower, I still think of the internet. People don't wash their legs, and it bothers me. I just let the water run down. (laughs) (laughs) Like, literally, I still be in the shower to this day, and I think as I'm washing my legs, like, people really be out here not washing their legs. I don't even, how that feel? You feel half clean, fam. Like, what? The water that ran down your body is dirt. Like, it's not, you got to do the top and then do the bottom and then do a full body just to make sure you got all never mind but the thing about the internet is that it is exposed like everybody's cleanliness levels are not the same like some people only use bars of soap which I feel like you're not exfoliating correctly you can get exfoliating bars of soap though I got a few Mm. (laughs) here we we go (laughs) so but then yeah she's like how do you get the bar in your places and like you Anyway, like, yeah, she was like, she don't wash her nethers because she can't get a bar in there. You don't have <laughs> to put the actual bar in. Come on now. Common sense ain't common. That's just- hey, nethers is the funniest shit. <laughs> <laughs> That's the title of the The nethers. We're calling the show the nethers, fam. <laughs> Down under, <laughs> undercarriage. You got Sim. Uh, the picture would be Simba and uh, his daddy looking at the uh, the shadow parts of the, of the nethers. <laughs> you gotta, hey, you gotta watch the undercarriage. I actually might go with the Simba picture in the nethers. That's actually kind of funny. <laughs> you see that Simba? People <laughs> <laughs> never to go there. We don't go there. <laughs> Nobody washes. Oh, well, okay. If you want to follow me on social media, uh, Twitter, threads. Yeah, I'm not calling it X. They'll call it X. I'm not calling it X. X videos. Twitter, threads, Instagram, Apple Music, Mm -hmm. PSN Streets. The 2K Streets about dead until the new one come out. Yeah, it's going off of my system. So I'm um, going to find a new gang. But I'm on PSN, at Camille Monet. C-A-M-I-L-L-E-M-O-N-A-E. Let me see if I get the point. If you're watching on YouTube, it's this. Mm-hmm. Right on in here. Follow me. Uh, I'm at Bucksburner on Twitter. That's <laughs> all you get. The mold of hair. <laughs> Draping on him. He got it. Yeah. Let's go. All right, chills. Um, Everyday underscore gentleman on Instagram. K-R-216 on Twitter. And Snapchat.
initial oh, oh wait ducking season is over for these 2k cats I know we shouted out too cool last week. We ain't gonna forget about him. But if anybody else wants some smoke, ducking is dead. Duck season is over. And why? Why all that's done, bro? Bring your ass. Get it, bust. Pause. Oh hey. It's your boy T I M K I N Z, the number three, aka Ass Catchem, aka Mister Give It To Me. Can't even ask Buster. What's he? Oh Jesus! Catch him! Catch him! Give it to me. What you talking about? We up? Just he broke the meal. He was so passionate. He was. This made it so funny. All right. <laughs> I, so I hate Tim be speaking for me sometimes because we two K teammates, but whatever, it is what it is. At this point, <laughs> bring it. We out of here. <laughs> See y'all next week. <laughs> <laughs>